everyone. So we are Katie and Kezia, the co-founders of Worth Women. We are so excited to take the time today to share our stories on how we left our professions to pursue the businesses that brought us to exactly where we are at this very moment, recording a podcast that will hopefully encourage and empower those listening. If there is one little tidbit of advice that I can give you right now, it is to take the time with others to learn their stories and for you to be bold enough to share yours. We don't take enough time to get to know others on a deeper level, and sadly it shows, especially in the women's community. We don't believe in small talk, so we will get right into the nitty gritty. Let's get started with Kezia and her story. You're listening to the Worth Women Podcast, a show to encourage ambitious women to recognize their worth and pursue their entrepreneurial business dreams. Your hosts are Worth Women co-founders, Katie Brocious and Kezia Felak. Katie left teaching and started her own interior design studio, and Kezia left her corporate job and started her own graphic design company. They are now six-figure earners who live life on their own terms because they took a leap of faith and followed their God-given talents. They're on a mission to help women of all backgrounds do the same. Everyone is welcome here. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's dive in. I am so excited to be here. I cannot believe that I feel like we've been talking about this for so long. And now that we're finally here, I just I'm I'm freaking stoked. I know we talk a lot and I think putting it into a podcast is probably the best way to turn our time and to share content. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like there's just, you know, the whole reason why we started this business was just to, you know, empower and educate and just, you know, share stories of what we've done wrong, what we've done right. And also to connect with other women that are doing the same thing and men too. So Mm -hmm. I'm just really excited to, you know, just put words out there in a way that can be received by people from all over the world. And I just think that's crazy. Yeah. And my favorite thing about a podcast is a hot girl walk and listening to Mm. a podcast. So when you're listening to us, you know, I hope that you can go on a walk and enjoy the weather outside and just get your mind right for a full work day. Kind of think of us as your new best friends. Oh my gosh, I love that. (laughs) Yes. We just want to hang out with you. I know. Yeah, just come hang out with us, take a walk, and we're just like, we're going to get to know you and you'll get to know us very well because Mm -hmm. I feel like me and you, Katie, are just... We don't really shy away from who we truly are and we embrace, well, I embrace my weirdness. I don't know. You're not really weird. You're just like very put together. (laughs) And I'm like, let's get weird. But okay. Anyways, let's dive into today's um, episode. And so I know that like right now we're talking about my story and I am just so excited to share this because it has been a couple years in the making or longer, but just to get started with where I, where I came from and where I'm at now. So I, Katie, I know you've heard me say this. I'll share my story a lot of times, but I start, like my mom was a stay-at-home mom. She had her own small business and just watching her growing up, like I was like, there is no way I can do that. There is no way that I can run a business. I can't do that. That's just, it looks like too much work and it's just, I'm not cut out to do that. I am cut out to get a paycheck from somebody and just have someone tell me what to do because that just seems so much easier. Mm-hmm. There's a lot less risk involved. There's a lot less stress involved. And that's that's just the path that I'm going to take. Well, fast forward, you know, I got my bachelor's in communication, a minor in studio art. I went to work for an agency here in our local town and I was learning all the things, doing new things, really excited 
And I just, you know, as the years went on, I just felt like there was more calling for my life. And throughout the years of college, I had learned graphic design and, you know, all the fun stuff that comes along with that. And my friends were getting married and having babies and whatnot. And I, they were like, Hey, can you make us a baby shower invitation or like a bridal invitation? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'll, I'll put it together. Like no problem at all. And they were like, you should like make a business out of this. And I was like, girl, but like, I've been telling myself my whole life that is not, that is not for me. Like I've already basically checked that off the list. It's not just not going to happen. And as I started doing more and more of it, I was like, wait a minute, like I can make a little extra money doing this. And the fear of the fear of failure wasn't really like a thought in my mind yet because I was like, it's just, I'm not even, I haven't even put it out there as a business yet. So fast forward, I finally decided, okay, like maybe I can try this thing because if it fails, I have a full-time job, you know, it's just a little little side hustle thing. It's, it's no big thing. So I launched Beck Designs on March 7th, 2017. Um, I remember I got my brother to take a picture of a, of an invitation suite that I had designed and I don't even ever want to show it. Honestly, you know what? I might, I might show it because honestly, it's cool to see where you can. Should it be the cover of this (laughs) podcast first episode? Uh, Maybe not, (laughs) but it was just, it was, I put it out there. I put it on Facebook and I was like, oh my gosh, I have a business, you know? And so things got to rocking and rolling. And I, I got busier and busier every year. I built a website for myself. I was like, holy crap. Like I've been telling myself for all these years that I can't do this, but it's really not that hard. And I mean, yes, business is hard and, you know, we'll get into all kinds of things on this podcast, but it really wasn't that hard getting started. And I was enjoying what I was doing. I was truly loving what I was doing. And I was like, man, there must be like something really into this. So fast forward a couple of years later, I had been with this firm for about four and a half years at the time. And I just felt like things were going in a different direction. I felt like God was calling me to do this business full time. And I was scared. I don't even know if we can like, do we cuss on the podcast? I don't know. I don't know. What do we do? do, do? (laughs) We'll just say. um, Let's wait till like episode five to introduce new vocabulary to our viewers (laughs) or not our viewers, our listeners. Listeners. Um, So I was scared crapless, I guess I should say. (laughs) Like a four-year-old. Doesn't sound as good. No, it's not as like, oh. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so I was scared crapless and I was like, you know, like what if I really went full time with this? So it was February of 2020. And I was like, okay, God, you know, if I make enough in my business this month that can, you know, cover my salary, what I'm making now, then I will know that's a sign from you that I'm going to quit my job. LOL. <laughs> God said, <laughs> bitch, please. Sorry. I thought you said the fifth episode, but we're just going to, we're going to. I don't do know it. if God said those exact words, but. <laughs> that's how it sounded in my mind. <laughs> bitch, please. Like, you're not going to tell me what I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you what I'm going to show you. So. I can pretty much, you can guess how that story went. February came and went and there, I did not make, I was making it my full-time job. And I was like, oh my gosh, God, like, I thought you were going to show up for What's me. up? What's up? Like, I mean, I thought you had this on my heart and now it's not. So anyways, it, we moved into March and I had planned a conference that happened like the first of March. It went very well, but there was just, I just felt that, that God was just like, See, like I told you that I, just because you put a plan out there, and I didn't I didn't pull through. doesn't mean that I don't still want you to do what I'm putting on your heart. And so the conference came and went and I just still felt like God was like, 
girl, like I, this is, I'm telling you to do something. This is what I want you to do. So I, after that conference came and went, I was just like, okay, like I know that this is just still in my heart and this has to become something. And I'm just gonna have to be terrified doing it. And I know that God's got me because it literally, and I feel like when something is on your heart that much constantly, it's God nagging at you to just do it. And we're going to be scared, bleep, bleep, (laughs) bleepless, but you just still have to get comfortable doing the uncomfortable because at the end of the day, this is what we're called to do. And this is what we're put on this earth to do. So I had decided when I was going to talk to my boss and when my last day would be to pursue Beck Designs full time. And it honestly, that was on, I guess this is what January 10th, we're recording this. And so March 7th of this year will be six years. Well, six years total that I started the business, but it'll be in June, it'll be three years that I left my full time job um, and went and pursued Beck Designs full time. And it's just one of those things that you you think it's hard until you do it. And it's kind of like riding a bike. Like you can always tell yourself, well, I can't do that. I can't do this. And then, but it's just the, the thought of, you don't even know if you can do it until you've tried to do it. And that was truly, you know, one of those scenarios is that I didn't even know if I could run a business, if I could do it full time. It was going to be terrifying. There were a lot of things that I didn't know. I'm a huge people person. I love being around people and just, I'm an extrovert at heart. And I was like, I can't sit at home and talk to my dog all day. Like, I'm going to become like a crazy person. (laughs) Um, Like, there's only so many things Rowan wants to hear me say. So anyway, so once I had left my full-time position and went full-time with Beck, it was just the most exhilarating feeling. It was it was powerful. I felt like I was like finally in control of my life for the first time ever. And I was like, see, God, you know, I knew you had me from the beginning. And I'm sorry I doubted you, but here we are. And then fast forward, gosh, what was it about like a year later, a year and a half later? I guess we should probably talk about how we know each other too. Probably part of this podcast. Uh, do we know each other? Who are you? <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, so me and Katie actually met probably like what, 10 years ago now? Yeah. Through a spin class here in Augusta. Um, she was a spin instructor and I was just one of them girls like trying to get in shape, you know, and I was like, wow, she's so cool. And so one of my friends was one of her good friends and we, he kind of just introduced us together and whatever. And we kind of went on throughout the years and I'll kind of like Katie, you know, segue into like the, um, the more details of that story. But we just started talking about our businesses because she had started King Interior Designs. And we we're just like, gosh, this road is lonely. You know, entrepreneurship is lonely. There's a lot of different things that my friends don't get that they they truly ask about. They're like, you know, how's the business going? You know, whatever. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, taxes are killing me. This is killing me. And like, their eyes were Right. Yeah. Vocabulary is different when you speak with fellow entrepreneurs versus your friends. Yeah. And I was finding that out the hard way. And so we just started talking about how, you know, let's get dinner once a month, you know, X, Y, Z. And then Worth kind of came out of that. And I guess we could talk about that more a little bit after you finish um, your story. But that's kind of how Worth came into be was just feeling that loneliness and wanting and craving that connection of other women who get it. And then also just understanding like how much me and Katie had gone through, you know, separately in business owning and just in our personal lives and how much we could pour into other people and enrich other people's lives and hopefully help them, you know, along their entrepreneur journey or getting into entrepreneurship if they didn't even think that they could, they could do it. So anyways, that's my story. It's, you know, it's one of those ones that's like, 
I didn't think I could until I did. Oop. Oh, <laughs> write it down. Write it down. <laughs> um, it's, it's just been the most incredible journey. Um, business owning is hard. It is not for the faint of heart, um, but it is so worth it knowing that you just get to do things on your own terms and the freedom that it gives you. And just, especially with worth is just this, just being able to enrich other people's lives is just, it's the bee's knees for me. Yeah, so. for sure. And I feel like I hear your story all the time, but it does change. Like I find little tidbits throughout your story that I didn't know before. Yeah. So I was like, wait, my story changes. <laughs> well, like, no, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant you, you mentioned details that you didn't before Yeah. every time. And I think that it's just so cool to hear it every time. I never get tired of it. So something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, on to you. Okay, so I'll share a little bit about my story. I have it in chronological order because I'm a chronological girly and I love to love plan. That. Yeah. Kezia and I are definitely opposites when it comes to planning things out. But um, so in 2014, I actually graduated with a degree in early childhood education and I got hired right out of college to be a fourth grade teacher. And I loved every minute of teaching. I knew when I was younger that I was going to be a teacher. And so I pursued it, went to school for it, because that is what I always thought that you should do is you should get a degree in whatever position or career you want to pursue. LOL, because that's that's not the case. But, you know, naive me being 18 years old, I went to school to do something that I was passionate about. So I became a fourth grade teacher. And in 2018, I um, started a little side hustle because I wanted to make some extra money for the holidays. So I actually started a business that um, decorated homes for the holidays. I wanted to decorate tablescapes for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I just wanted to make that little extra money. And not one person reached out to me to decorate their home. But you know what? I will say I did learn a lot. I kind of wish I was that girl in 2018 that because I just posted a Facebook post and was like, hey, friends, like I want to start this little side hustle. If you want to support me, great. If you want to share whatever, I'd love to decorate homes for the holidays. And uh, again, not one person reached out to me, but I did have one parent at the school that I was teaching at reach out to me and say, Hey, I don't know if you're interested or if this is something in your realm, but I would love you to come to my home and decorate my master bedroom, my living room and my sunroom. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. Did I have any thought that that's where I was going to go with this? No, but I felt like God was like, all right, girl, it's time to pivot. So I did what any uneducated person in that field did. I went to Google and I downloaded a contract. I could not tell you what this contract said. (laughs) I just thought that it was, it made me look legit. So I was like, all right, this is an interior design contract. I'm going to get them to sign it. Okay, hindsight, looking back, that probably was not a smart decision. But anyways, I decorated her home. She was the very first one I did. It gave me an option to, or gave me the opportunity to get photos, build my portfolio, build my social media. And I think that's where my business really took off. So that was the end of 2018. At the beginning of 2019, my world kind of flipped completely upside down. I forgot to mention I got married in 2017. So at the beginning of 2019, 
I ended up getting a divorce. And I realize now that God was setting me up with this side hustle at the time to help me get through my divorce financially, because I was going from a two income household to a one income household. And if I did not have that side business and transitioning into King Interior Designs, I I don't know where I would have been. Um, I would have struggled a lot more. So I'm thankful that God, you know, held my hand throughout that entire process. And that's where Kezi and I really became friends was because Kezi and I were just acquaintances before my divorce, but she showed up on my doorstep one day with a bottle of wine and was like, you know, hey, I'm here. You know, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. If you just want to sit here, we'll sit here. And I think that's kind of where our journey started Mm -hmm. together. Then, so that was the beginning of 2019. Um, I continued teaching throughout that year and then 2020 hit and teaching through COVID was very, very hard. Well, teaching through COVID was hard because I realized that my time was no longer my time. The way that the school system set boundaries for us teachers was very hard because I didn't have, it was no longer, you know, you clock out at four o'clock. It was, you work, you know, instead of an eight hour day, you work a 12 hour day. And that's not what I signed up for. Um, I know that times were changing and that I needed to, I guess, pivot and change and transition into that. But it was very hard to do abruptly. And then 2021, teaching post-COVID was even harder because just like nurses, I feel like during the COVID season, it was, we were praised. We were, as teachers, we were praised just like nurses, you know, we were held on this high pedestal. And then once we went back to reality and, you know, certain students weren't weren't on the grade level that they thought that they should be, you know, the whole world was a year behind. And I don't, I think that was hard for everybody to adjust to. And that's when I realized that this was no longer a passion of mine. And it was starting to become something that I resented. I hated showing up every day. Yes, I loved showing up for my students, but the curriculum was changing. The boundaries were changing. It was just too much in such little time. So Um, In 2021, Kezi and I started Worth Women and I was teaching. I owned King Interior Designs and we decided that we were going to throw in something different, which was Worth (laughs) Women. This was never something that was I thought was something that I could pursue. I've always loved community. I've always loved hanging out with friends. And that's what I think a women's community is, is really just hanging out with your friends and having those deep conversations that need to be had. But I, you know, I wanted something because I realized that my teacher friends were not the same as my business friends and my friends outside of work. So I just wanted something separate and of my own. So then let's see, after that... So that's when, when we started Worth Women, I was like, all right, I can't juggle and serve my clients with King Interior Designs, my students and a women's community at the same time at a hundred percent. So I was like, I have to let one of these go. And surprisingly, I let go of the profession that I went to school for and that I had always wanted to be growing up. And that was kind of like, first of all, it was a shock to myself, but it was scary. I mean, I was so afraid of what my next steps were going to be. And it was February of 2021 that I was like, okay, I'm leaving teaching. So I went to 
my boss's office and I said, you know, I'm at the end of this year, I won't be renewing my contract. And she looked at me and she was like, I knew this was coming. If you're going to be as good as an interior designer as you are a teacher, then you're going to be just fine. And that was like, I don't know. I feel like God was working through her to calm my nerves and she was losing a teacher and I was, you know, embarking on a new journey. So I really needed to hear that from my boss because it was just a confirmation, like you're going the right direction. You're going to be okay. So I really, you know, after that year, Or after I left, I got married uh, to my wonderful husband, Ryan. I thought that entrepreneurship was going to be easy peasy once I was no longer juggling three jobs at once, but it just got harder because I didn't know how to manage my time. I didn't know really what the heck I was doing. I just knew that interior design was a desire and a passion of mine, and I was going to pursue it to the best of my ability. And so I really struggled with comparing my journey to others' journeys as far as owning a business. And I thought that I had to wake up at 5 a.m. and that, you know, I had to work 14 hour days and I was exhausting myself before I could even get started. So in 2022, I hired a business coach and it was probably one of the best decisions I had ever made because she took all of the thoughts in my brain and compartmentalized them for me so that I could focus on certain areas of my life. And I wanted to focus on my emotional well-being, my spiritual well-being, and my physical well-being. So at the beginning of 22, I really worked on myself a lot. And I actually won Augusta Magazine's Best Interior Designer, which still is a shock to me. But it's just one of those little God winks, like you're in the right position. Like I placed you here for a reason, you know, use the tools and the resources that I've placed into your life and keep going. And I wouldn't be where I am right now if I didn't have worth women, because honestly, I feel like the women in our community hold me accountable. And if I am having those hard days, I mean, Kezi and I hang out Really, our business, we work, yeah, we have one work day a week, but really we hang out probably two to three times a week and our conversations just keep getting better every time we hang out. So I'm just so thankful for the opportunity to even have this women's community and this, this worth women because it has, it's just been such a beautiful thing in my life. Yeah, that's such, I feel like the same, like that you said for me is like, you, you hear like little more tidbits every single time. Cause I've heard your story, yeah. you know, like a lot, but I think like the biggest thing that I take away from that is just that no matter what you're going through, God's always working behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. if it is the hardest thing that you're going through at the time, or, you know, whatever the case may be, it almost feels like you're walking out on a ledge and you think it's just going to, you're just going to drop straight down because mm-hmm. this is hard. God, I don't know what you have in store for me. I don't know what's happening. But then as soon as you, you know, start to fall, like there is literally a blanket right underneath you to catch you. Right. And it's just, it's all the things that he's done. I don't know if that was a good analogy or not. Probably. Yeah, not, no, that's great. But he, he just always has a plan. And that's just, it's just the craziest things like, you know, hindsight is 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking back, you know, of, you know, what you went through and then, you know, you're like right through your divorce and then, you know, picking up with King Interior Designs. It's just, it all, it all works out in his plan. It's just so, so cool to see that, you know, in different lives and different situations. Yeah. And, you know, my favorite quote is the things we stress about the most is what we trust God with the least. And I 
hold that so close to my heart because there's no reason to stress about it. Because if you truly stress about it, then are you really trusting him with everything you have? Right. And I think that it's just so important to, you know, lean into his word Mm -hmm. and what he has planned for you. And, you know, honestly, when I left teaching, I was like, this is not what God wants me to do. God does not want me to leave teaching the future you know, like, America. I know the future children of this <laughs> world. He does not want me to leave this. He set me here and he wants me to continue this. But I was not happy. I was not fulfilled anymore. And true, God wants you to be fulfilled. He right. wants you to love what you're doing. And I recognize that now. But when I was going through that transition, I doubted it. I was mm-hmm. and I was a little ashamed of myself because I'm like, what teacher just like realizes they don't want to do it anymore. But sadly, and I could do a whole podcast on education, but sadly, more and more teachers are leaving the profession because they're no longer fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And there's reasoning behind that, but that's not something for me to solve today. We're going to have to- Not today, one bite at a time. So, okay, well, tell me this. What are two things that you would share with somebody that is wanting to start their business and just doesn't really know where to start, what to expect? Like, what would you tell them? Two things. Yeah. So I would probably say that the best business or the best schooling you could ever do or the best business school you could ever attend is starting your own business. Mm. Because you don't know half of the curveballs that are going or how to handle half of the curveballs that are going to be thrown to you. Absolutely. And, and, and it's just all a learning. They can try to teach you that in school all they want, like right. curriculums and whatever, but yes. like nothing is as good of experience as actually doing it. Yes. School is not going to teach you how to serve your clients best or how to provide customer service. That's just an experience in any industry that you just have to do it yourself. Another thing that I would say is, you know, growing up, you always hear the sky's the limit, the sky's the limit, because that is what your parents have always wanted you to realize is that you can go far and beyond and do whatever your little heart desires. But really, your mind is the limit. Mm. And it's the way that you speak to yourself. And you've mentioned this before. It's the way that you speak to yourself and talk to yourself. Like I would never talk to you the way that I talk to myself sometimes. And Mm -hmm. that should be a red flag on its own. Because I wouldn't, why am I so ugly to myself when I'm doing every bit of what I've always dreamed of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so good. And that's the biggest thing that I struggled with last year was, you know, 2022 was a very hard year for me in a lot of different ways. And I think one thing that could have, you know, helped me through last year was having a different mindset because my mental health was trash. And it's just been in the last, I would say probably like full month that I have been able to do like a serious 180 on, you know, mindset work and confidence building. And just, it's just so true that the thoughts you tell yourself are what you believe about yourself, even when no one's saying it to you. Like you're already telling yourself that, you know, X, Y, Z, and you're going to react in things in your life and your business based on those thoughts that you're saying. And it's just crazy because- People aren't even probably thinking these things about you and they're definitely not saying them to you. So why are you telling yourself that? Right. So it's you're only like you are limiting yourself before anybody or any situation ever would. So I think that's 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 awesome. Yeah, that's really good. 
But anyways, well, this has been, I think, I mean, honestly, for our first podcast, I think we nailed it. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. This um, was so much fun. But yeah, so we had so much fun with you as we shared our journeys of becoming entrepreneurs and sharing some strategies along the way. Um, make sure to join our Instagram at under uh, worth underscore women. One day I'll get that right. Um, we've only <laughs> had it for what, what two years? Um, for tips on how to run a business and motivation to help you sustain that business. And also visit our website, theworthwomen.com and stay up to date on our upcoming events and courses. Um, if you haven't already heard, our 2023 Worth Women Conference is happening on March 13th through the 15th in North Augusta, South Carolina. We have an insane lineup of speakers that are going to be at this event three days it's just if you've never experienced an event like this I cannot tell you how life-changing it is I actually had the opportunity to go to to the Entree Leadership Summits a couple years ago and then one of their master series and I'm telling you you leave just a changed person um there is something about hearing these speakers and being in this environment in person that is just so much different than listening to a podcast, watching it on video. It is, it's just incredible. So if you have been looking for an event and a conference just to connect with other women across the country, we have got people from California, mm-hmm. from Michigan, from Florida, hitting all sides of the country. Um, so we are just so excited to, you know, bring this conference to Augusta in the Southeast. So tickets, we have VIP and we also have general admission. Um, check that out at theworthwomen.com. We would love to have you. Love to see you there. Yeah, we're just, we're so pumped. Thanks so much for listening. And we can't wait to chat again. Thanks for listening to the Worth Women podcast. To connect with Katie and Kezia, find show notes for this episode and resources mentioned, visit theworthwomen.com and follow us on Instagram at worth underscore women. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a rating and review. We appreciate you. Until next time.